worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 57% of adults habitually stay in bed until the second or third call to get up. That is problematic. To follow that up. A study published in the Journal of Sleep Research suggests that snoozing for 30 minutes in the morning does not lead to more tiredness, nor does it interfere with waking up from deep sleep, which can actually improve your mental cognition and overall feeling of well-being. So I guess I've been the asshole this whole time, and maybe hitting snooze isn't actually that bad. What is happening? Welcome back to the show. This is your favorite podcast, the Gordon Podcast. I'm Rochelle Mahaley, and today I'm going to give you five key tips that is going to make you love your mornings. This is for the night owls. This is for the people that have the whole revenge bedtime thing. We're going to destroy that in today's show. And at the end of it, you are going to head immediately to aminoasylum.shop. Grab the two supplements that I educate you on throughout this show. Use code Mahaley at checkout to support the show, and it allows me to bring you even more and better Get ready. I'll see you inside. I absolutely love the mornings. And there's two supplements that I am going to talk about inside of today's podcast that have helped me do exactly such. But without a rock solid morning routine, you're likely never going to get around to actually loving the morning. AminoAsylum.shop has two supplements, one called Nupept and one called Selenc, both of which I take in nasal form every single morning. In my prep for the Texas State in 2022, my brain functioning dropped tremendously. I had to figure a workaround. I started taking Nupept. I started taking Selenc. I do one spray of each in both nostrils, so two sprays every morning. And wow, in that time, I built out the Team Haley Mentorship. I guided us to still being able to expand and scale the company even while I was deep in prep, and I serviced all 100 plus of my athletes at the time very tremendously because we were still winning and dominating shows. Now, Nupept is known for its cognitive enhancing effects, memory, focus, cognitive function, but how it works is really freaking cool. Acetylcholine and BDNF are increased when Nupept is active in the brain. Your brain-derived neurotropic factor is a direct indicator of IQ. It's a direct indicator of long-term brain health. The higher BDNF we have, the better we learn, the better we operate, the less likely we are to get Alzheimer's or dementia or any other brain degenerative diseases. That is so important. Take care of your brain and the rest will follow suit. I'm going to talk more about Selenc when we get inside, but I know that this whole 
revenge bedtime procrastination that has become a massive, massive thing. And if you're not sure what I'm talking about, that refers to the decision to delay sleep in response to stress or lack of free time earlier in the day where we are typically there like scrolling at night because we didn't get to do what we wanted to do on our phones during the day. We have FOMO and we feel like we might be missing out on something. We stay up and we watch our favorite Netflix show because we can't during the day, even though it results in less sleep. The behavior becomes addictive because the end of the day, every single day, after all of the stresses you've undergone on the day, you alleviate your stress by getting this dopamine surge. And when it comes in the form of blue light or social media, potentially even your favorite Netflix show, it starts becoming addictive. And we wake up tired the next day. We just power through. We come back more stressed out. So we lean on these things even heavier at night. Psychology behind this behavior, its impact on overall well-being, have recently been subjects of great interest and therefore research. We know that we're going to be irritable, groggy, tired. Sleep deprivation has extremely negative health on our effects, including chronic health and immune function. But revenge bedtime procrastination is only increasing. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. This is something I struggle with as well. But the reality is, is it's going to be there tomorrow. You're never going to feel caught up. If you can fill that FOMO or the need to have this dopamine response with something a little bit more conducive, maybe a brain dump that'll help you feel alleviated, that'll literally drop your shoulders back down in a position because you got things out, we're going to have a better morning after we sleep. Now, I'm going to contradict myself in a long-term belief that I've had. The point of this podcast is to be able to send this to all of my clients who work with me or the rest of the Together More staff that say, I just don't have great energy in the morning because almost 99%, I bet it's just barely less than 99% of clients are experiencing that because of the issues I'm going to discuss in this podcast. So you want to use something like Nupept, you want to use something like Selenc, or you want to use something like Uridine, which I'm going to talk about later on. Well, they're only going to be beneficial if we have everything else in check. I have said for so long, I think it is weak when people hit snooze, but there is a study on science alert that found that 57% of adults habitually stay in bed until the second or third call to get up. That is problematic. To follow that up, a study published in the Journal of Sleep Research suggests that snoozing for 30 minutes in the morning does not lead to more tiredness, nor does it interfere with waking up from deep sleep, which can actually improve your mental cognition, and overall feeling of well-being. So I guess I've been the asshole this whole time, and maybe hitting snooze isn't actually that bad. I would love to hear your thoughts in the comments. Is hitting snooze detrimental for you, or do you feel like that extra 30 minutes of sleep propels you into a day of conquering and dominating? Here's what I won't go back on. Number three. 
achieve a positive task first thing in the morning. Wake up and have your digestion drink, your aloe vera, your glutamine, your ACV, your lemon juice. First thing in the morning, while you put on a podcast to listen to, as your brain's curiosity spiked in the morning and what you do in the morning, the habits you display, the way that you make your brain think, operate, and experience is going to carry over into the rest of your day. Take a shower at the end, put it as cold as you can handle for as long as you can handle. We know this drives our cortisol up, also drives our dopamine up, and it gives us an amazing alertness to start the day. Especially if you experience brain fog, this can help tremendously. It's also kind of achieving something hard. Your body finds pleasure in this. Your mind might not, but over time, when you experience the positive effects of turning that shower as cold as you can crank it and standing there for as long as you can handle it, your brain is going to come in around to enjoy it. And you're going to look forward to this challenge every single day. If you achieve these three things, Within the first 15 minutes of the day, you are already ahead of what most do in an entire day. And I know that's wildly sad, but normal people have left the standard on the literal ground. I believe making your bed is a winning task. I believe brushing your teeth is a winning task. And I believe that waking up, taking your uridine, your lion's mane, your B-complex, your selenc, and your new pep are wins. Now, when you complete these, the tasks that you've been putting off, that one thing that you know you need to do to get you to the next level is going to be easier for you to accomplish. Let's talk about Selenc. It's a peptide that's used as an anti-anxiety, yes, an anti-anxiety and cognitive enhancing effects. It was developed in Russia. It increases levels of serotonin and dopamine in the brain. And for those who don't know, if a performance enhancement supplement comes out of Russia, it's probably going to be pretty helpful because they've been on the cutting edge of doing big things in the performance enhancement space for a lot longer than America has done it. Now, earlier we talked about that, er, that BDNF thing, the brain-derived neurotropic factor. There's an NGF, which is a nerve growth factor. I mentioned uridine. Uridine is linked to beneficial cognitive outcomes, improved memory, improved learning, and it increases the neurotropic factors, BDNF and NGF. You guys, taking these things literally makes you smarter. The smarter you are, the more impact you have in the world. The more impact you have in the world, the more people follow your lead. The more people follow your lead, the more fulfillment you have at the end of the day. BDNF and NGF are vital for brain cell growth and synaptic health, and it's also highly neuroprotective against brain aging ailments. If you go to aminoasylum.shop, hit their nasal spray and add Nupept and Selenc to your cart, one bottle of each is going to last you about 15 to 20 days because you're going to do two sprays in the morning of each. Use code Mahaley at checkout to support the podcast, but also to get your best brain health that you have ever experienced before. I brought up synaptic health. What are our synapses? Have you guys ever seen a monkey that jumps from branch to branch? Well, think of your neurons in a similar fashion. 
This branch is one neuron and it's trying to communicate with this branch, which is another neuron, but neurons get really close together, yet they don't actually touch. So a synapse is something, or synapse, sorry, is something that connects that message to allow, it's like a, it's like the USPS. It's like the monkey going across from branch to branch. It delivers the message to the other side safely. If you're learning something new, you are, your neurons are practicing that communication. So your synapse is very active there, but the more you do something and when it becomes second nature, quote unquote, where you can do it with your eyes closed, that's because your snaps are communicating at such a high level. But if you don't use certain synapses, they can get pruned away, just like cutting off dead branches from a tree. Number four, train hard first thing in the morning. This is something I will never go back on it, and I'll go through it really fast because I've talked about it a million times. Cortisol peaks in the morning. It prepares us physiologically for the entire day. Morning workouts regulate the release of cortisol, which means we have better focus and alertness throughout the day. Contrarily to this, cortisol levels are supposed to be lower at night as we wind down and prepare ourselves for sleep. When you train in the morning, you are literally helping yourself prepare for sleep later on. Researchers at Appalachian State University have shown that people who exercise early will sleep better with more time spent in deep sleep and fewer awakenings throughout the night. I believe when you train hard first thing in the morning, you do something physically demanding right away that it sets your brain up to have already accomplished winning tasks and now physically challenging tasks. So by the time eight or 9 a.m. rolls around, you're gonna have a podcast list to. You're gonna have your gut health taken care of. Your brain health is simulated and it is being taken care of. You've taken a shower, you've cleaned your house, and now you have a hard training session done. You have achieved six things that most people won't get done in their entire day. Not a single person has ever done this every single day and had a worse outcome on the other end of these very positive habits. And this will make you love your morning. Number five, and the most important point of all this, don't wake up and scroll. Waking up and scrolling social media right away is programming your subconscious mind when it is in its most highly receptive state to have an overload or a negativity bias due to the media that you consume, which influences our mood, our outlook for the remainder of the day. You're gonna compare yourself to other people because we all do it on social media and this leads to increased stress. It leads to dissatisfaction. You guys, it literally leads to mental health issues including anxiety and depression. The content on social media is emotive, it is polarizing, and it will negatively impact your brain health and your emotional regulation. My controversial opinion of the show, and I want you to let me know your thoughts on this, people who use more social media are likely less emotionally adept than those who use it less. They become susceptible to emotional hijacking from the content that they see. They're always outwardly comparing. And I think this might tie back into my whole thing about the more opinions you have of others, the less aware you are of self. 
These five things will help you love and conquer the mornings. Be great today. We'll chat soon. I'll see you next time. Peace.